Hey everybody, welcome to Black and White Reviews, the show where we talk about different shows that are coming up, and movies and stuff like that, and shows that we're watching currently. I'm hoping we're going to start talking about some music at some point. I mean, geez, that was our thing for how many years? Long time. Long time music. Long time. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'm Lee. I'm Will. And let's get into this. So right now, we're actually focusing on WandaVision. I mean, we're focusing on some other stuff, too. We've been bringing in some new movies, or new-to-us movies, and some movies from our past, things that we enjoy. Um... Just stuff for fun. It seemed like one of the older ones, we did a movie from 95, um, like a couple years ago that we never released, and we recently released it back at the end of December or January, and everybody seemed to like it. <laughs> it seemed to be, I was I was really surprised that people were all about Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, for some reason, so, that one is our most popular downloaded thing that's currently on broadcast right now, which baffles my mind. Like, we've done The Mandalorian, yeah, so and weird. we've done this entire season of <laughs> WandaVision, but yet... Die Hard with a Vengeance, that's the one. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> it's, well, you know what? I, people dig nostalgia, and that movie, you know, it's just, it's, there's so much. That one? It's, it's so full. That one, though? I, I mean, just like. <laughs> well, I think I think it's the one that people forget about. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, you I, might mean, be, I think you Die might Hard 2 is a more forgotten one. You might for be me anyway. with that one. But, I mean, everybody everybody loves the first two because they're Christmas movies. This one's not so much. No, um, not at but all. But there's just, anyway. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Die Hard again. If you want to hear that one, check out the stuff in our in our back catalog, and you can uh, hear it there. But we're going to talk about WandaVision's seventh episode, Breaking the Fourth Wall. So, um, this is probably the first one that all of my friends saw before I did, and all of them reached out to me and said, don't forget, like, there's actually an after credit scene in this one, so yeah. make sure you watch it. Yeah. So, it, it's funny because I continued to uh, keep checking anyway um just to make sure um that there was nothing missing and i'm like okay um i'm gonna i'm gonna keep doing it anyway i, I think there was feeling that, one, that i should keep checking there was one episode of mandalorian where there wasn't at the credit scene and i made it a point to let you know because i've said this before mm-hmm. you're um you're pretty pressed for time so normally when you see credits you're out and i just wanted to make sure that you um you saw the after credit scene when we talked about mandalorian this one though I think I did tell you, but it was after it was after you had already said something about it. So I was like, okay, cool. He he, he saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, every, everybody told me about it, so I was like, all right, be prepared. Somebody told me it was like a really big one, and I'm like, eh. You know, after seeing it, I was like, okay, that's not what I expected when somebody was like talking it up. But I mean, hey, it's necessary to know it's there. Mm-hmm. Thank you, all five of you, for the heads up. You know, immediately that day. So it's funny. Um, so I saw it Friday, uh, Saturday night. Um, we had a date night, and I, I mentioned it briefly. My wife's like, oh, my God, is there a new episode? And I'm like, yes. So we went home and watched it for well, our date cool. night. Um, yeah, but it's funny because it was only Saturday night. The episodes come out, like, first thing Friday morning, right? 3 a.m. Friday morning. I, yeah. And usually, like, I, I watch it, you know, right away. Like, as soon as I get the chance, I'll kind of, like, put it on, even if it's in the background while I'm doing some, you know, paperwork or whatever. Um, I'll kind of have it going, and then I'll rewatch it and take notes. Um, but this, it seemed like the longest time, it seemed like a week went by. That's how long it felt when everybody was reaching out to be like, did you see it yet? And I'm like, shush. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, because you, so, anyway, um, what were your thoughts on this episode in, just in general? So, 
in general, I like this episode a lot. I like this episode a lot. Like every episode I've liked so far, this this season is, you know, really doing some groundbreaking things in terms of television. Um, I can't speak too much on what they're spoofing here. I was not a fan of Modern Family nor The Office. I, I really didn't get into either one of those sitcoms, but what they're doing here with the whole, you know, sit down interview thing and then the big reveal at the end, I really did enjoy there is right. something about this season or something about this television show that I'm growing, not tired of, but it's concerning. And here it mm-hmm. is. One of the main things that I like getting on here and talking to you about is when we get into theory crafting and when we're, you know, kind of going back and forth and back, bat and back, bleh, mm-hmm. when we're going back and forth and we're, you know, kind of ping ponging ideas. I love that. It's right. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And if everything is up in the air. What this episode did, however, in my opinion, (laughs) everything is on the table. And when we get to the commercial and the whole Nexus thing, everything is on the table. At this point right now, if Batman showed up, I would not be surprised. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's taking a lot Mm -hmm. of that away from me, and I don't like it. But at the same time, I love (laughs) the show. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah, there was a lot that dropped in this episode uh, for people who were able to kind of like, you know, read between the lines, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of understand like there's a lot going on here. Um, And definitely the commercial was just like, okay, all right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it was and I think it was it was like all the the commercials have been great. This was by far my favorite. This was the best. It was a perfect it was a perfect spoof, but we'll get into it as we go on. So my general feeling of the episode is um, it's weird because I really love the episode. There's a lot in it. Um, but I almost, I don't know. I, maybe it's because I know it's coming to an end and they're really breaking out of the whole like sitcom type thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's why I'm like, Oh no, you know, like I'm, I'm kind of like almost mourning the end of it because I really liked the way they were going with it being subtle. Mm-hmm. But obviously I wouldn't want it to go on like that forever. So why do I feel this way? I'm just kind of at a toss up because Maybe I'm just I'm not looking forward to um, the next Marvel show coming out as much just because I don't know. I've I've been let down by TV series before and especially when you get something that you really, really enjoy and then you try to go back to something else like I, I always bring up trying to go back to The Walking Dead after having binged all of Breaking Bad. You know, it's like after Breaking Bad. Every other show I enjoyed, I just didn't care for anymore because it did not measure up. Right. You know. So I'm not saying WandaVision is is you know in ranks you know with Breaking Bad. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't they're go very that far. different. They're very <laughs> yeah. I mean they're very different things. But I but it's just it's that matter of like mm, now that I've tasted this you know I don't want to eat uh, my vegetables. You know. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. <laughs> so I don't want to. You don't sit there and, and eat your cake first I because think, then you know you you're looking forward to Brussels sprouts. No, not I really. Think, I think so, Marvel. Yeah. I think Marvel and Disney will be you know conscious of that. And, you know, what's next? Well, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Hopefully before that happens, there'll be, you know, a little something to kind of get you ready for it. Kind of like you had, you know, the um, the MCU, you know, spotlight thing where they had the spotlight on Wanda and the spotlight on Vision to kind of get you ready for it. Hopefully, you know, you know, a few weeks or maybe even a month before Falcon Winter Soldier actually airs, they'll have something like that Mm -hmm. to kind of here you go. This is what we're doing. Clean out your palate a little bit and get ready for what we're going to be doing next. Um, I, yeah. And I, I do have to say that I'm hoping that, you know, certain themes 
especially when it comes to the multiverse and, and reality. I'm hoping some of that kind of follows over because we're mm-hmm. we, we are talking about I mean, let's let's be honest, this show and whatever what Falcon Winter Soldier is going to be, they are just getting MCU fans ready for Multiverse of Madness. And that's kind of right. like the ending of everything that we're getting right now. Not exactly well, like, sure think, how Loki's going to fit into that, but that's kind of mm-hmm. what I'm hoping for. Like, if it's going to be a completely different show. That show looks like it's going to yeah. be a little bit more action-based, but it's still, I'm hoping thematically, some of the, some of the same things are still there. You know what I mean? Well, and I, that'll I, be nice. I think what we're running... I think what the issue is, and it's like they said, they didn't want it. They didn't want Wandavision to come out first, and I think it's just beca- for that exact reason, is that uh, you know Captain Captain Soldier Winter Falcon, whatever. Um, they're <laughs> they're basically it's going to be very different than what we're watching right now, mm-hmm. and that would have been like, oh, here's something Marvel, and you get it. You know, it's got its comedy, it's got its action, and then you know your sci-fi, whatever. Right. But this is so different, and and really in bringing in the multiverse. But I'm almost thinking it's going to be very much like Guardians of the Galaxy, where you know you've watched some other Marvel movies, and then Guardians comes out, and it has no real tie to anything else that was done before it. You know, because mm-hmm. when that came out, that was that was pretty pretty far down um, in in the the Marvel phase. It was you know, for the um the, so it was it was further down, but it didn't really have any tie until later on. And they're like, okay, now I see it, and that's why they did Guardians two, and then it worked their way into, you know, the End Game and all that stuff. So, well, I think um, that's, I think yeah, that was, I think, the, I think that was the charm of um, Guardians of the Galaxy was it was so different right. from the rest of the MCU that it was just amazing. Right. You know, that's a that's a lot so of what made that I'm movie so charming. That. I'm hoping that's the case here because my feeling is that what they're doing is obviously. And we've seen this already with like Ant Man and the Wasps, for example. Like all of that was happening while Infinity War was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so there's a snap. You see them all gone. He's stuck inside. You know, the quantum realm. So I, I have a feeling that's what's going to be happening here. Is yeah. while the whole Wandavision thing is going on, we're going to be seeing what's going on with. Um, it's it's funny. I think of the actors' names, but I can't th- I can't think of the characters. Bucky Falcon. and um, yeah, I know. And Winter what are their Sol- real Winter names? Soldier. This is What's his name? John. <laughs> um, I don't even know what his name is. Oh wow! Yeah, I, it's completely slipping my mind. Yeah, yeah. John something. Uh-huh. Maybe I don't know. Is it John? Yeah, whatever. Bucky. Bucky. I know Bucky. <laughs> I know it's An- Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. I know there you the, go. The, the actors' names. But anyway, <laughs> so moving on. Oh, whatever. I'm not going to pull this stuff up right now. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Wandavision. So let's actually, before we get too far into everything else, let's really get into Wandavision here because. I really think this episode needs its... Uh, I, I took a lot of notes on it because I think a lot of things were very important. Um, as you mentioned, you know, it's got this modern family slash The Office style. I, I Those are pretty much the two main things that it copied. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of like how, um, you know, the one before was very Malcolm in the Middle and you couldn't really find anything else it was super connected to. It was pretty much all Malcolm in the Middle. Very um, much so. But this, this one was definitely modern family meets The Office um, the scenes were shot in a way where I could almost picture Dwight Schrute like driving around in a funnel truck or a funnel cake truck, and I mean, we were saying right there like, oh, this is clearly a Dwight scene. Oh, this is clearly a such and such. Oh, this is clearly a scene where the mom is just kind of losing it here, and you know whatever. It all fit in like it just meant to be there. But the difference with this episode, and this is what I thought was really really cool, is although they're following and it just it left such a really weird feeling in my stomach although they're following this format 
you know, of this type of sitcom, you know, situational comedy, with it being this, you know, fourth wall break to the camera type thing, and then kind of flashing to what's going on, and then flashing back to the interview type thing. When it's showing the stuff that's happening, when they're talking, although it's set up to be comedic, a lot of the lines are serious. Which, I mean, we'll get into it further, but it's just like, they're not, it's not as funny as the other episodes because things are really broken down here, and it's just, like, everybody is kind of on edge. I think know? that's to the, be... The main character's Wanda Vision. I think that's to be expected, because it's, I mean, it says it in the title, Breaking the Fourth Wall, so you're not gonna get... Right. You're, you're not gonna get, you know, surface-level comedic style anymore. I, I think... I think the time for right. this show spoofing a comedy, you know, from beginning to end, I think that's already passed. And it's definitely oh, yeah. no, it's definitely course. solidified with this episode. Like it, the the attempt is being made, but the facade is dropping so much that it's becoming increasingly exactly. difficult. And I think exactly to, to further that point a little bit, it could also well no, but it could also be why you know right there at the beginning when you have you know your uh, your sword you know director there you know what happened to the broadcast? Oh, she's not broadcasting anymore. Like none of this is airing. And it's no mm. wonder why, because it's broken. <laughs> like this right, this right. thing that, that Wanda is in now, and I think we can safely say that, this hex that Wanda has just found herself in now mm. is broken. Like mm. everything is breaking down at this point. So it's it's right. no wonder that the, the comedy elements and the, and the sitcom elements aren't there, or at the very least they're not what they're supposed to be. Right. So actually, before I get too far, um, there's always the previously on WandaVision, there was a line in here that was not in the other episode. Really? Oh, I missed re- it then. Did you pick that up too? No. Do you remember the scene? Do you remember the scene where he's talking to Agnes? The Halloween. She's in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, the town square scare. Where yes. is it? He says it's my. In- it is my intention to reach those outside of Westview and basically find out what's going on. Right. I don't recall him saying that at all. Oh, he said like, that. He it's my intention to reach said- those outside of Westview to find out more about our situation or something like that. I remember that. He said that directly to Agnes? He said that directly to Agnes. Okay, it didn't... Okay, I don't recall that. I just remember... Maybe I was just, you know, laughing at how she was... You were probably just acting. so enthralled with what was going on with Agnes that it was just like, what, wait, wait, what? Oh, never mind, I don't care. No, it's... Yeah. Yeah, we'll get okay. to all, all that right, later. But no, that. that was definitely a but, line. That was definitely a line. Yeah, so... So we kind of see what's going on here with, with her. She's she's losing it, and she's admitting that she's losing it. Yep. You know, and she's... in. Everything's out, basically, that she does what she does, and everybody pretty much knows that she's, you know, got her, her red wiggly woos and all that stuff. And the kids are like, Mom, something was weird when we were playing video games. And then their their controller turns to an Atari controller. Then it turns to Uno, and it's like, wait, what? It went backwards and then in Billy, time. Is it, yeah, it's it's getting a little getting a little weird. Like, they're, they're changing, they're going all around, and it's like, okay, something's definitely up here. Um... So is it Billy? I'm trying to think. I think it's Billy. Yeah, Billy. Which one? Whatever. Billy is um, the the one who's who's hearing things. Wiccan, right? That's Billy. Well, yeah, Wiccan. Is, Wiccan. He, is he Billy? I I I well, yeah. think that's well, one. We'll just Billy? say Wiccan and Speed. Yeah, okay. I, that's what I was gonna go for too. Let's just say Wiccan and Speed to make it easy. That that's I pretty can remember. Much where I've been but, at. but Tommy and Billy, yeah, exactly. I can't. So Wiccan and Speed. So <laughs> so you got Wiccan there saying his head is noisy. He's hearing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And it's like okay, and. It just kind of moves on from there, like, okay, well, I can't deal with this, whatever. She goes over to, to, like, get her milk, and her milk keeps changing decades. It's like, you know, it's old school, it's in a glass jar, it's in a black and white jar. Okay, what's what's going on here? Um, 
And, you know, of course, that just pretty much leads us into what's going on. Okay, my, my life is crazy, and that's it. And then it goes into the intro, which is a direct parody of The Office. Mm. No way around it. doesn't sound like anything else. No. But then you've got, like, the, then you've got like the, the um, animated styling or whatever for the, um, the font there to was mimic one, Modern Family. There was one pretty cool Easter egg that I caught in the opening credits. So mm. I forget. I think it's a license plate that says Wanda on it. And there's the right. numbers at the top. The numbers at the top were Stanley's birthday. Right, like I know. Like 12, Isn't 28, cool? 22. I thought that was really awesome that they put it that, that in there because I stopped that and I was like, wait a minute, that's a date. 22, oh, that's probably <laughs> Stanley's birthday. And then I looked it up and sure enough, it was. I thought that was really right, awesome. Right. Like my subtle touch, good nod to, to good old Stan. Oh, man. You know what's so great? I, I, love, I love the way... Um, because it was right after he passed away when Captain Marvel came out. Mm-hmm. And rem- remember how they showed him reading the Mallrats um, scripts <laughs> yeah. on the bus? The way they did it, though, it was almost like... You could almost hear, like, applause. You know, when, when they showed him look up, it was like there was, like, a, something within the, the sound effects or the music or something that shifted and almost looked like, hey, here's our, our big shot, mm-hmm. you know? This is the last time we're going to see Stan Lee in here. You yeah. Know? And it was... It was really, it was really a, a great nod, but it was, it took you out for a second because you're like, oh my God, Stan Lee, he, there he is. That's the last, the last one you recorded. So, so cool. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on because I don't know what they did with um, an Endgame, who, who they, who they got to pretend to be him, or whatever, unless they did shoot it ahead of time and they just had it already. You know, it was like, what? Hey, man, make love, not war. That was, yeah, that was pretty much it. <laughs> anyway, so. They go through that, and we got Vision, who's waking up at the circus carnival, right? Mm-hmm. And he's mistaken as a late clown. And it's, you know, comedic, and it's got the music, very office-like and everything else. And then you see Darcy is there as the escape artist. Still the same attitude, but she's basically trapped there as an uh, escape artist in a, at a circus. So he has this ridiculous... Um, it's set up comedic, where it sounds like he's basically hitting on her. He's like, oh... You don't remember me? We locked eyes. It, it had an unspoken understanding. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, hard pass. See you later. <laughs> but it was just, it, and it, it was played up perfectly. It's not like she misunderstood. He totally came up like he was hitting on her. Yeah, yeah. and it's, 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 it was really funny. Um, and I, I think it, it all. The one thing that makes this episode so, so comedic. The only thing that really made it comedic um, was, I mean, yeah, Ag- Agnes. Dare I say Agatha? She. Um, she obviously obviously makes it funny, but I th- the th- the funniest part about the whole show I think is Vision and how he basically you know a computer program at, in mind um, responds to things and how he kind of gets how he gets uh, caught off guard in how he responds you know mm-hmm. there's a scene in here where he's talking he's talking to the camera and as he's talking he's scratching his head I'm just like do synthesoids get itchy <laughs> like he's just it's it was just very odd to me and I couldn't stop laughing at just the the human mannerisms and things that he's just kind of he's doing that are very out of his character because he is vision he's yes. the vision so I was like okay it was just weird but um yeah here he's responding to things and you're making him kind of aloof you know and it's it's very it's very fitting for this thing where he's not even sure who he is so it makes sense that he's kind of stumbling and and messing up and forgetting things and confused, you know. So it's all it's all for 
you know, the cause. It's all making sense. Yeah. But. So we've got the kids asking about Uncle P and how, you know, what were you talking about? Rekilling dad and stuff like that. And she basically just come up with this whole thing like, I don't have any answers and everything is meaning meaningless. She, said, like, she, yeah, she maybe, says something maybe. before that. She says, don't believe a word that man says that man is not your uncle. Right. Later on right. in the episode, we also get Vision going that imposter Pietro. They're really, I mean, the show's really trying to go out of its way right now to convince us that this is not, um, this is not Pietro in any form or fashion. Right. So much so that right. I'm even more convinced that this is the X Men universe. You know, uh, Peter right. Maximoff. It's, mm-hmm. it's really odd that they're choosing now to really try to hammer this home, and it's. It's not right. working on me. I'm I'm doubling down on on him being from the X Men universe, and I also have. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, go go ahead though. I'll let you finish. I'll get to that later. No, I no, I I, to- I totally agree. But you, okay. you can continue. Go ahead. So, I, are you moving into the commercial right now? Because I have a lot to say about this commercial. Oh no, no, oh. no, not even. Okay, go ahead. Then. Not even. <laughs> I'll let you finish. <laughs> so, um. She starts talking, and as she's going through it, she basically just goes into this, like, morbid, I'm just realizing that everything is meaningless. Yes. You know, and she's clearly going through his, her depression here. And it's just, it keeps adding to it. Um, and, you know, it's not it's not even, like, cringeworthy comedy. It's it's morbid. It's weird. And that's what makes this whole thing feel strange, because they're they're pushing the format of that type of comedy, yet... It's not comedic. It's it's serious. It's not supposed it, to be it's, comedic. It's, me- it's at meant this point. to get a laugh. I know, but it's it's set up to it's set up as in those shows at that point would get some type of a laugh, but we're not laughing, you know. We're like, oh wow, this is weird, you know. But again, you don't. I know you don't like cringe comedy. It's not your thing, but you know, it's not happening here because this is where you know the rubber hits the road. So. Um, Agnes, you know, basically <laughs> she shows up and she's like, I get up, but I just don't want to. Like, yeah. I just, she's like, done. She's just throwing her hands in the air, done. And Agnes finally gets the opportunity to watch the kids. So I'm going to touch upon this whole thing right here because I know I brought it up before that the theory we had was Agnes. Well, Agatha Harkness would make total sense. It's just a way to cut her name down. Right. Agatha Harkness, Agnes. Okay, good. She cut it down. And we we had this theory because we were talking about it in the very beginning when they were talking about for the children, for the children. Everything was for the children, right? This whole thing has been set up for her to have kids so Agatha can get the kids. But there's also more going on, too, because, of course, we find out Hayward is just trying to get Vision rebuilt. So I mean, sword. Right. Sentient weapon. Yes. You know, that was the whole point. He's a sentient weapon. Yes. So this is all about the vision. So this goes but back. But Agatha has her, her own thing going on. This goes back to something I said a while ago about, I mean, I, I really never bought into the fact that Wanda is in control of everything. I never bought mm. that. I never bought that no. Wanda was in control of everything. And it makes total sense now if we find out that she's being manipulated. And it makes exactly. even, it makes this, even, this has been my whole point. She's makes, in control of a lot of it, but she's being manipulated. She's that's being, my whole point. She's completely being manipulated inside of this hex. I, and exactly. that's, that's where I'm at right now. And I even said a while mm-hmm. ago, there has to be a, a good logical reason of why she would take the Vision's body. And now we even have that. Like, she's trying to keep mm-hmm. the Vision out of the hands of S.W.O.R.D. And I'm completely on board with this. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. something that you just spoke upon, you know, how the Vision's very human acting. 
Yeah, also something else that I'm picking up on, I'm not 100% sure that this person that we're seeing on screen right now is Vision. Because it's like mm. you just said, he's acting way too human, and he has been for a while. Um, well... Like, I have no... Like, we, we saw the scene where she goes and she gets the Vision's body. Fine. I'm on board with that. And we also had the theory for a little while that she was just kind of puppeting him around. I'm kind of off that now. Because, like I said, and you just said it a couple of minutes ago, he's acting very, very human. He's scratching his head, his mannerisms, the way that he's being distracted. I don't know. That's all. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's the whole th- I think that really just goes down to him not knowing who he is and why. You know, like, he's got this brain, but he doesn't have the knowledge that he had. Jarvis had a ton of knowledge, where Vision doesn't have knowledge. He just has the, the, the brain. So it's like, hmm... So he's not quite himself, you know, but he's going along with things and he's just he's just kind of being like, you know, if you were born and you didn't know who you were and you're and you're just expected to be something and you I don't know. It's it's a really strange thing. It's a very amnesia type thing like we talked about before with that regarding Henry movie. Um, It's just like, hmm, how would he respond? How would he react? Would it it be like this? I guess, you know, I don't think I I, I disagree with that theory of yours. Okay, and that's fine. You can disagree with me. I guess where I'm coming from now is that there is a witch (laughs) that can basically do whatever she wants to. I mean, I didn't know that much about Agatha until this. And I went and I did a whole bunch of research about her and she she can basically do anything that she wants to. And a lot Mm -hmm. of the time in the comics, she was not necessarily a villain like she was right. somebody she was somebody in the she, comics she that would, was the sitter yes she was she, she was, was basically the caregiver of the kids she was somebody who was helping wanda develop a lot of her strength and a lot of her power and kind of guiding mm-hmm. her like you know and right. so i guess now that I'm, I'm i'm watching this and now that the revelation is there that you know this is agatha i'm questioning a lot of other things that i'm seeing like, how much right. of what we're seeing is Wanda? How much of we seeing is her? The fact that there is Pietro and the Vision... Peter. <laughs> Peter, fine. Peter and, and the Vision. And later on, um, you know, Monica, you know, Photon comes into play. That No, 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 sorry, Spectrum. Photon was her mother. Well, hmm. She's Spectrum. Yeah, no, I mean, 100%. She's Spectrum. I mean, yeah. Okay. We fine. kept saying photon. I meant I meant spectrum because we kept seeing photon there. I forgot that Maria Rambo, um, her mother, was actually photon. She I was. Am, it's oh, just okay. Monica is spectrum. Fine. Monica is spectrum. She's been called both. Yeah. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna go with the whole spectrum. Well, I mean, they could. They could. Right. They could I go mean, either way. Every, everywhere. Yeah. They could go either way. I I've, I've done the same thing everywhere. I've looked about you know a little bit more information about her. It's both spectrum, photon. Mm-hmm. They're like one and the same for whatever reason. Like there's no agreed upon, you know, name. So Interesting. I'm, I'm Interesting. gonna, I'm, I'm, you know what? They can go either way. If you want to keep on calling her spectrum, we can, we can absolutely do that here. But I, I mean, well, we'll see what they, we'll see what they do. Yeah, I we'll mean, see the, what the they cool do. The cool thing about this show is they don't, just like they did with Wanda. You know, they even said she doesn't have a cool nickname or anything like that. Like she's just Wanda. You know, they've been really doing it that way where. They, I mean, they haven't been calling people by those names. The only reference you get to her being called Scarlet Witch was, um, what was it, Age of Ultron, 
when he he's uh tony's you know in the suit and he's flying around somewhere and he's like oh yeah that witch was in my head that's the only reference mm-hmm. we get to her being called scarlet witch i think well was it a code didn't wasn't it a code name in the computer system when because they were um they were being experimented on by um by strucker there wasn't it a code name i scarlet don't remember witch seeing any of the codes Okay, I don't, I don't remember I, that. I felt like it was on paperwork or like in a computer system or something. I could be wrong, but I feel like that that might have been there, only there, Maybe and it never was. really brought up again. Maybe it was. But. Maybe it was. But the only, I mean, the only time I've ever heard anybody say out loud "witch" in reference to Wanda yeah. was that one scene. Yeah, Aside and that was and that, that was all we needed. Yeah, exactly. That was all we, that needed. Was all we <laughs> needed. So, so as we're going on, I mean, at this point. She just go ahead, let Agnes take the kids. Agnes is obviously, you know, totally happy. She has that, you know, sh- she has that opportunity to finally take the kids. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, um, there's even the whole comment. There, there's even the whole comment she makes about having this really weird mole. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh boundaries. I'm yeah, sorry. The, you're it's right. Like, I got this really. Oh yeah, boundaries. Hey kids, maybe you could take a look at That's this. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. And then the whole. But then I she's did... like, I won't bite. And it. She says, I won't bite, and then it cuts to her doing her interview. She goes, actually, I did bite a kid once. Which is hilarious. And that's that's it. It's funny because we, so our old neighbor, I'm pretty sure she said that exact same thing. <laughs> so she, she reminds us a lot of our old neighbor. Um, uh, so it just, it really fits in because she was always like, oh, let me hang out with you and the kids. And it was just, it was very similar. And the more that we saw this, once she said this line in there, I'm just like, oh my God, it's Annette. <laughs> so. It's just, it's funny to me. But Hayward, it's where you kind of get the whole thing where they're looking it up and you realize that Hayward was trying to rebuild Vision and nothing worked until Wanda did what this was. So now we know why he was tracking him because he he still wants to use him as a weapon. It's also the reason why he's so against Monica because she was trying to help and stop everything Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, actually do what he wanted. Yeah. So... And it was pretty obvious when you saw the whole thing. When you saw their interaction in the beginning where it's like you knew she didn't get the job she was supposed to have, I was like, yeah, this guy is going to be not who we want him to be. No. But whatever. We move on. This episode does jump around a lot because it's following that format. And there's a lot of people that we're following now. It's not just Wanda and Vision. We're following Wanda, Vision, and like all these other people that are going on here and Monica. Okay, so now we have a lot. But we get to see the aerospace engineer – it was a total letdown. This was not the aerospace engineer. Are you sure? Because someone do said it not to me recently, and I was like, I don't believe for a second that this is the aerospace engineer. This is this, okay, this is this is this is because a part. I, 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 this is a part of the military ahead. that just brought the unit. Like they were hired here, just drive this unit out to wherever it has uh-huh. to be. These people did okay. not invent this <laughs> this vehicle that was supposed to drive into the hex. I don't believe that for a second. Okay. Okay, good. Because somebody said it to me yesterday. I was walking through the, the back room at the conference room at the church, packing up my stuff, and he's just like, oh, so yeah, I mean, what about the aerospace engineer? And I'm just like, was that supposed to be them? I doubt it. And I'm like, that's, I really hope that's not it. Because, I, doubt I mean, it. come on. So if, if they there's met, a couple she of mentioned things. it, and it was a very big deal. I mean, we really want to see Reed Richards, and I really want it to be John Krasinski. Okay, why is the internet freaking out about this? I he's why does the internet want John Krasinski to be Reed Richards? Because he's I, the man. I don't get he's it. He's the man, and okay, and fine. he would be an awesome. He would be awesome. Okay, for this. so I will say this. If there was an epi- if it is going to be John Krasinski, which has not been confirmed anywhere, 
I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand why this sudden like swell of of John Krasinski well, because, fans are all coming. You want to know why? He's the new Reed Richards. The reason why is because of Ahsoka Tano. The power of the fans. We fan casted somebody into a show, and it was perfect. Okay, fine. And now the fans of of all of this nerd nerd stuff that we watch are like. They're all like just loving it right now, saying, Fine. "Okay, we can do it. Fine. We could do Fine. it." I mean, Fine. look what happened. Like now, between Sonic the Hedgehog and and Ahsoka Tano right. and all these things that have you're happened because right. the fans you're stood up and right. said something. You're absolutely we'll right. See. Now, I will say this: a couple of weeks ago, when we first heard about the aerospace engineer, mm-hmm. you asked me who I thought it was, and I did say Reed Richards. Uh huh. If and and going on your theory, if it's supposed to be John Krasinski, if there was an episode where he would have made an appearance, it would have been this one. Can you agree on that? You would think, uh, yes. And that's yes. Okay. Now <laughs> there's also, and I didn't even think about this at the time, but you know, normally when you and I do these shows, I go off and I find out, you know, hey, what did somebody else think? And somebody else brought up a very important theory that can go along with that. If there is any remote possibility for the aerospace engineer to be Reed Richards, there is an equal mm-hmm. possibility that it could be Von Doom. Mm, it is because he true. is he is I mean they are two oh. of the same mind and and Von Doom is definitely one of those characters that can skate the line between good and evil depending on, you know, what <laughs> what he needs to be at the time. So if the possibility right. for Reed Richards is there, there's an equal possibility for Von Doom. And I didn't think about that That's at the time. That's a very valid point. I did not think about yeah, that at the time at all. Point. So, I mean, going on your theory, if it's John Krasinski, you know, fine. But this would have been the episode for him to debut in. <laughs> like, it would, have yeah. been, it would have been perfect. It would have been absolutely mm-hmm. perfect. So. I agree. But we will see. I just wanted to, right. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yep. So. That's a yeah. That's a really good point. I didn't think of, but I, I mean, I can hope, right? <laughs> oh no, anyway, absolutely. So, so back at the circus, very briefly, basically, they get the, into their conversation, trying to figure some stuff, and then he's talking. She's like, "Fine, I'll go out with you, but I'm ordering the lobster." <laughs> Again she, with and the he lobster. Unwhammy, <laughs> Again with the lobster. He, un, he, he does the unwhammy. Yeah, he takes the and whammy off. She's like. And then she's she's like, okay, she's kind of getting back to it. She's like, yeah, I know who you are. They steal a funnel cake truck and escape the circus. And this is the scene that was completely like a Dwight Schrute scene, you know, like escaping the circus, people freaking out. They had the sound effects, like when she punches them in the face, you hear like the bell go off in the back and like all these goofy things. But, you know, we, we start seeing stuff with Wanda just kind of like, why can't I fix it? You know, as she's talking to the, you know, like basically everything in the house is changing. It's all going through different decades. The TV's turning into an old TV and the wallpaper, the couch is like everything's changing around her and she's losing it. Why can't I fix it? And then you hear her voice coming from the camera, from, you know, the cameraman saying, do you think maybe it's just what, this is what you deserve? She's like, what? You're not supposed to talk. Yeah. Again, Which was interesting. breaking the fourth <clears throat> wall. <clears throat> well... I mean, it's happening it's actually, all over the place. Um, this this was a scene uh, a scene from The Office. There was one in the later seasons where the camera person actually talked, and then later on you actually see the camera person. They become a character. Because that's the whole thing is there's a crew basically following this like this whole office around just to study what it's like being working in an office. 
and study their lives and stuff. So they're there just everywhere. That's why there's always cameras. That's why people are always able to look at the, you know, break the fourth wall because they're being watched by camera people. And that's why, of course, Michael Scott is so ridiculous because he's always trying to make himself look good, you know, because he knows he's on in front of a camera. <clears throat> anyway, so now we get to the part you want to discuss, the Nexus commercial. Okay. So let's – I'm going to go through – What's in it? Because I wrote down basically the whole commercial in detail, and then we can discuss it. So Nexus, you know, it starts off with this woman. It's just like every single, you know, medication commercial saying, oh, are you going through this? Whatever. So it says that Nexus is a unique antidepressant to anchor you back to the reality or the reality of your choice. Side Side effects include feeling your feelings, confronting your truth, seizing your destiny, and possibly more depression. You should not take Nexus unless your doctor has cleared you to move on with your life. Nexus, Nexus, because the world doesn't revolve around you. Or does it? Right. Wow. <laughs> so. I mean, what do you, so what do you know of the Nexus? So, Nexus is, mm-hmm. Nexus is pretty much an entity that connects more than one place. Right. It's cross-dimensional gateway. Cross, exactly, a cross-dimensional gateway. Yeah. That is Wanda. Mm-hmm. Wanda yep. is obviously the nexus. And the whole thing about to anchor you to whatever reality you want, <laughs> to anchor you to your reality or whatever reality you want. Right. This is this is what I was talking about earlier when I said one of the one of the best things about this television show is you and I getting together and theorizing and that one line anchor you to whatever whatever reality you want just took everything and blew the window wide open. So, like I right. said, if Batman shows up, I will not be surprised because that's exactly yeah. what this commercial did. This commercial mm-hmm. basically told the fans, hey, everything is on the table. Like, this wasn't mm-hmm. – I feel like this commercial, more than any other, was the, the the director and the production team not doing the television show but instead talking to the fans. Everything is on mm-hmm. the table. Be ready for everything. Don't be surprised. Because it's so all what I think we're, we're laying everything out there. I think what should happen now is Elizabeth Olsen should dress as as Wanda and just walk across America. <laughs> <laughs> so we all see her and go, "Oh my God, she's here! She's crossed into our dimension!" Right. This is because <laughs> I mean everything's on the table at this point. Everything, everything is even even complete reality. <laughs> I, I mean, but, yeah. I'm still I'm still on the um of the opinion that reality's already broken. I'm. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. we're already there. Her being the nexus though is not something that I saw coming. I was more going with maybe it's an event that already took place. That's why I was saying, mm-hmm. you know, Hulk snapping or Tony snapping, maybe that's what actually did something. But no, there yeah. this this episode, this commercial is specifically telling us no, Wanda is the nexus. So Right. I'm very curious to see where that's going to go and how exactly she was able to do something like that in the first place. Right. That is unlike yeah. anything that we've seen in any superhero movie or, or right. you know, the old cartoons, you know, minus, you know, the Days of Future Past storyline. This right. is amazing. And I just, I want more of that. Like, I want to know <laughs> how exactly she was able to do this. I'm more interested. And we're going to get it. <laughs> I'm more interested 
and how she was able to pull this off. Like, what circumstances, what specific circumstances allowed her to have this ability? I'm more interested right. in that than any cameo that will show up. Than any... Well, that... Go ahead. That's what you said, that cameo right there. So Peter shows up and he says, how did you do it? He's just like, I'm really impressed. How did you do it? He's, yeah. he's trying to get the information. And I think that's what plays into this whole thing we hear with Agatha. Because, I mean, whatever, we're, talk- we're going to talk about Agatha. But the thing is, and it goes back into she is she is doing this, but Agatha is manipulating her. Right. And But Agatha has questions, too. And she's wondering. Like, she knows a lot more, but she still wants to know how. The whole, and that's why she sent in Peter to find out how. Yeah, when um when Wicked and Speed, you know, came across Sparky and you can reverse death mm. or you can fix death and Agatha, you can do that. Like that seemed that line the the delivery from that that seemed a little bit genuine. Like like it like Agatha genuine. was Agatha yeah. was very uh, taken back that you can reverse death. Like wait a minute. This is, <laughs> what what's what's mm. actually happening here? So it's it's very right. it's very interesting. The whole the whole Peter thing and how did you do this? I'm very impressed. I'm confused about that because this mm. episode left me under the impression that Agatha has been manipulating him or had her had him under her thumb the entire time. So right right now I'm like, is he operating on his own faculties? You know, the conversation that the two of them had on the bail of hay, like what was him? What was Agatha? Was any of it really him? You know, if he... Mm. If he somehow is like blasted back to his reality, is he going to have any recollection of what happened here? It's very right. It, 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 there's a lot of questions about <laughs> what's going on inside this hex, what's going on inside this world. I mean, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to ask: Are we even on Earth six one six right now? Like, is this even taking mm. place within the reality that we know? Because yeah, there, there's no. With with the exception of Marcy, there's there's no real anchor to 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 well, let the... you've got Darcy, you've got okay, Jimmy. Darcy. I'm sorry, you're right, you're right, Darcy. Yeah. you've got you've got Jimmy too. Um, Darcy. Yeah, Jim- I mean these okay. are. Yeah, I I, I believe it's six one six. I don't okay. think that they're out that far. I think I think it's this is the whole point is like the nexus is within the hex. You know that's why they call it the hex. It's 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 the nexus. <laughs> It's that it's that cross-dimensional area where things can be this, that, whatever. She's doing it. She's creating it. And I think that's the big thing here. We discussed it before. We keep saying it and comparing her to the Phoenix. She is so much more powerful than she knows. Yeah. And Agatha knows that. Yeah. That's... And that's the thing. And that's why she's being used. She's being used to do all this stuff. And she's being used because Agatha wants the kids. And we've known this in the beginning. She kept on saying, oh, uh, you, don't, you don't have any kids. Oh, you need kids. And it's for the children, for the children. Like all these things that were happening, it was all, it was all part of that. And we did get the whole thing where um, somebody said, what, what was it, when, when Norm got woken up? Remember what he said? She's in my head. Mm-hmm. Like she's, you know, and he said, she's in my head. He never said Wanda. He never no said Wanda. No one ever said Wanda. The only person and that ever like, said oh, Wanda was Agatha. Right. That's the only person that ever said so, Wanda. So, so that's where it all makes sense now. Is the people who are under the spell, they're all under Agatha's spell. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my theory. I mean, there, there could be. I I doubt that Wanda's making everybody do that, but still, <clears throat> there's a lot going on here. All the things that are created, like the the environment, is all Wanda. 
but it's being manipulated by Agatha. That's what we get down to. So, in a sense, we were all right, <laughs> and we were all wrong. So, um, we get uh, Wiccan here talking to her, and I, I think it's Billy. But anyway, um, he says he likes it here because it's quiet, because he's out over at Agnetha, Agnes. Agnetha. <laughs> Agnetha? That's a new um, name. <laughs> Agnetha. Yeah, it's a combination of the two. There I you go. I'm just going to run with it. Because we didn't say it was Agatha yet, so she's Agnetha. Um, he says it's quiet. He starts to you're quiet on the inside. And then, you know, it skips over. Like, I'm worried about mom. Oh, don't worry about her. She could do anything. She's super mom. <laughs> you know, like, hmm. Right. You know? Right. And basically distract them there. And Okay, okay, we get that. <clears throat> and... We kind of cut off, so, like, it's getting eerie. It's like, why are we showing her with the kids? We know we know something's going on. She's finally got the kids, and, you know, Wanda's not around. Because if she was to go toe-to-toe with Wanda, you know, the kids would probably be safe, you know? But now she's got the upper hand because she's got the kids, and Wanda doesn't know where they are, right? I, so. I think, <clears throat> I don't want you to, <clears throat> there's something else going on with these kids, so let's oh, not yeah. forget that these kids are, they were plucked out of thin air. These kids are right. very much a figment of, of Wanda's imagination that were brought into, into life. So right. I don't know, I don't know, I don't exactly know how safe they are. Like if they were to somehow right. vanish, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised like if the facade right. comes down, if the hex comes down and Wiccan and Speed are they still vanish, are they still going to be there? Mm-hmm. Like, are how real are these kids right now? Right. Well, that was the so that was the interesting thing because if you if you go into the comics a little bit, um, the whole thing was, you know, Agatha would watch the kids, but when Wanda was not paying attention, when she was not focusing on the kids, the kids would cease to exist exactly. because she yeah. created them, mm-hmm. and that's that's what's in the comics. But we got a line here when with Monica a few episodes ago where she goes, oh, no, the kids are real. And it was it was pretty much like they were making it as a very matter of fact, like there's no way around it. And it wasn't even like it was questionable. The kids are real is what they said. She like, they're would, real. She would think that hmm. because she, you know, helped deliver them. So, of course, she yeah. would think that. But there's there's also that whole thing where I'm pretty sure that even at, at that point in time, maybe even now. I'm pretty sure that there nobody <laughs> really understands the abilities of of Wanda, Scarlet Witch, yeah. a- a- Agatha, what have you. Like this is well, beyond. Well, I'm not saying th- the fact that I'm not saying for from Monica's standpoint per se. I'm saying from the the showmakers, the people who created this show, would not like would not write that in there if it didn't have some significance that she was sure. You know, it just it, the way it was written, the way it was delivered, it didn't seem like it was it was a mistake. It seemed like it was kind of like Thanos, no resurrections this time. Like that was to us. But he lied. <laughs> like, well, he didn't. No, he didn't get. No, he didn't get resurrected. He was totally dead. Loki is dead. We went back in time and have a younger Loki. That's a whole different story. Now we're arguing semantics. Like that's that's somewhat well, of a resurrection. He didn't get res. He didn't get resurrected. Okay. We're back in time. So it's a different Loki. I understand where you're coming from when you say that the way the line was delivered. I'm still very much looking at it as that is from Monica's perspective. So obviously, okay. Mar- Monica is going to be very matter of fact because she was there when they were birthed. She delivered these children. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, yeah, it. they're real. Oh I yeah, they're real. Mm-hmm. 
and they might be real, just like Vision is real within this hex, and as soon as the hex goes away, he starts to wither away into nothing. Just, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's very telling that, and it's also very telling that, so we have Vision, Agatha, from what we can tell, Photon Spectrum, who are unaffected by the hex. Same thing with Speed and Wiccan, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Monica got her abilities from the Hex. Great. Billy, forget it. Um, Speed, (laughs) Billy and Tommy. (laughs) Speed and Wiccan both are alive because of the Hex. Mm -hmm. And Vision is, we know Vision is alive because of the Hex because he began to wither away to nothing when he was outside of it. So sorry, get ripped apart. He was getting dragged back into it, ripped apart. Not just wither away. It was like he was fa- yeah. he was getting he was I wouldn't say dragged apart. I would say he was fading away to he was withering away. Like he was disintegrating right there before everybody's eyes. Mm. So okay. it looked th- like all the pieces were flying back into the hex. But okay, my thing is is when the hex is no more, is any of this going to matter? Mm. Where does mm-hmm. that leave Vision? Where does that leave Spectrum? Where does that leave Wiccan and Speed? Well, you know what's interesting about that? That kind of goes back to the thing that we were they were confused about in the past, which was uh, in the in the other episode was she came back with her 70s pants that were Kevlar. But they still looked like 70s pants. So, I think we're going to get more about that. You know, when things go in and they come back out, you got the jump rope, you got the the fish pants, you know. I- I'm wondering, you know, it's obviously a lot more complicated with a living thing. But what's going to happen once the hex is gone? You know, are, are we still going to have a funnel truck or is that going to turn into a Humvee? You know, like what's it going to be? You know, so no, yeah. funnel cake truck. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll see. I, that's it, So there, there may be some inconsistency there, but I don't think they're going to leave it open without say, without explaining it a little bit. Oh, no, some I don't think they'll change I don't, back. Some things might not. No, agreed. I don't think they're going to leave it open anyways. We're definitely going to get somewhat of a conclusion. I'm just saying I'm. I'm not, <laughs> I don't think the future of, of Wiccan and Speed, it's not looking good. That's what I'm saying. It's not, Right. I, I don't think it's looking good at all. And again, I, I'm not, I don't feel either way about it because they are, they are very much figments of Wanda's imagination. And that's been the same thing. And again, you go back and you read House of M, you watch, it's, it's almost too perfect <laughs> for them not to exist after this event. It's weird. It's a very weird thing. So, I mean, you know what it comes down to? We shall see. We got two more episodes. Two more? That's crazy. Yes, two more. Okay. Two more episodes. That's I know. Nuts. I know. It's just I feel like there's so much more they can get into, but I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. I guess we'll see. So Monica does her whole thing here where she basically suits up to head back in. She gets in this rover. The rover doesn't make it. It basically starts to convert right there while she's in it. She escapes out of the hatch, and the rover, like, literally gets sucked up and then spit out. Yeah. And now it's and now it's half a van. Okay. Interesting. She's just like, nope. <laughs> Drops her helmet and just runs right through anyway. And you see her, like, kind of getting, getting split you know, all different versions of her as she's running through. Really, I, I love the way it looked. This you was, saw her. This was an amazing origin story. Oh yeah, like oh, they yeah. perfectly so cool. did an origin story in less than like two minutes. This was right. awesome. When she's running through, yeah. I I teared up. 
Like this was awesome. I loved yeah. seeing this and hearing all the voices, hearing her mother's yeah. voice, hearing Tons Fury's voice, hearing yeah. Carol's voice. Like this was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like and everything just yeah. coming back and you see like all different versions of her. You see, um, oh my God, who she was back in the 50s and the 60s when she was inside the hex, Geraldine. Mm-hmm. You Geraldine, see her yeah. when she, you know, came back from the snap. You see her in the space uniform and you mm-hmm. see her. Did you see her as a child? Like, was she like childlike? I didn't see from when. I didn't okay. See. Okay. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that was something else then. But it was just everything yeah. was amazing and how it just, how her face just got dead serious her eyes turned blue and it was like all business and then everything just converged into one and she was like born and she gets yep. on the other side and she's just looking up and she can just see like the electromagnetic field like it was the beautiful Matrix. this yeah. was absolutely <laughs> beautiful to, to to witness right like yeah this really is how cool. an origin story should be done this was this was and very I, well yeah. done <laughs> And I looked at first, I'm just like, oh, man, is she going to have blue eyes going forward? Because they were, like, super blue. And then yeah. they kind of went back to brown. I'm like, okay, mm. okay. You know, that, that's, But that's good, though. You see that it's there now. It's like, okay, it's established. She is now Spectrum. Let's move on. Or yes. Photon, whatever you want to call her. Um, so we get that. It's really cool. She goes to run and, and finish her mission. You know, we saw that coming. Once they started talking about cells changing, it's like, okay, here's how it starts. You know, mm-hmm. Here's the mutant. <laughs> okay, pretty cool. Yep. Um, so back in the funnel cake truck... Darcy is filling him in on his death. And she's like, yeah, you died. Okay. And he's like, well, why? He's like, well, because you wanted to save the earth. He's like, well, did it work? He's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, and then goes through the whole thing. And then you get the, the red lights and the construction and the kids. Um, and, you know, cut to him. He's like, I'm not amused by any of this. Like, clearly somebody is keeping him from coming back there. He thinks it's Wanda. I, I don't know if it's Wanda or it's Agatha. It's Agnes. I think it's but, Agnes. Who's keeping him away? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Um, then he, he gets, he gets into this and I, I, I wrote it down cause it was really good, but he starts questioning and it's back to him saying he doesn't know who he is and everything. He's like, so my original code dates back to an AI called Jarvis, but my corporal form was born of Ultron's plan for global genocide. What am I now? And she's like, I have no idea. Like none of us have any idea. Like what, what is he now? Is he just a pile of nuts and bolts? You know, and being held together by by some kind of magic or what? What, what if, is he now? I mean, but seriously, think about it for a second. What if we find out that the actual vision is like being held in a box that and yeah. only one knows where it is. And this is just like another figment of her imagination that she just brought into existence within the hex. You see, that's my that was my theory in the entire first place. But your theory was against mine when we were talking about it. Where in the um, the seventies episode where she looks back and you see dead vision, you said that you believed that that was his dead body. At the time, around. I did because that at yeah. the time that made sense. But right now, well, to me, it didn't. Okay. But then I'm like, okay, so many people said, yeah, it's probably the body moving around, and then there was the body was stolen, so okay, that makes sense. And now I'm buying into it. So the theory saying that it's not his body, eh, I'm, I'm kind of leaning. It, it doesn't make sense to me now. It makes sense that it would be his body one way or another. I don't think she was. I think she was just having a mental break when she saw the body with the head like that. But I, I don't know if she how she pieced them back together or how it really happened but the whole point is there are two um protagon or sorry antagonists in this Agatha Harkness who has her own motives 
which is to get the kids. And then you got Director Hayward, who his motive is to get Vision, so right. he can, you know, basically use him as a weapon, most likely. Yeah. Um, so we we know that we've got these two here, and you've got Peter, who's brought in, who I think was just hexed. I think he was just, you know, put under a spell to come in there and, and basically do that. You know, he came in, and Agatha used this Nexus situation to pull him through and use him to uh, to manipulate. And it just clearly wasn't working, you know, but everything else was. So maybe he was used as a distraction because he because he was so obviously not, you know, her brother. So I don't know. I'm wondering we'll, we'll see why how it turns though, out. But obviously, in what's that? I'm wondering why. I'm wondering why pull him. Like, OK, because you're, you're right. He's obviously not Pietro. Like he is not the mm-hmm. Pietro that she would remember. He is from, right. you know, another place, another time, another dimension, another right. universe, what have exactly. you. How would she know that? Like, why would that? Why would that resonate with Wanda at all? That's it. Still pulling because him in because she doesn't even know what's going on. She's still confused at like what the world is around her. You know, she knows she's doing things, but it's because I, as we said before, it's it seemed very genuine and sincere when she's like, I don't know how all of this started. No, I, I don't. But think she, she likes does. it. It's there, so she's keeping it going. So of I think she's, she's just keeping genuinely it going. Confused. It's just it's just one of those things. Where, okay, so Agatha pulls in Peter from the X Men dimension. Mm-hmm. My, my I, I don't I, I get I get it. My thing is why him? Like why her brother from another reality? What? Because it was one somebody. It was somebody that she lost. Somebody that she thought she could use. I guess so. And somebody that would, again, be a good distraction for what Agatha was trying to do. You know, maybe he'll, she'll focus on this relationship with her brother, and it'll, it'll help, you know, make her less suspicious of the weird stuff going on around, you know, and we can distract her from the vision and blah, 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 whatever, you know, it's, or distract her, distract her from the kids, you know, so she can get the kids. And distraction, maybe. The whole thing doesn't make. I'm sorry. The whole thing, the whole thing doesn't make sense to me of why why pull him in. I think I think it's cool. I think it's awesome that they dragged him in. I need more information though, because to me, pulling him doesn't make sense. If you're going to do it and you want it to be a distraction specifically for Wanda, then just pull, you know, Aaron Taylor. Don't pull. Right, right. (laughs) Don't don't pull Evan Peters. That's my whole thing. Like, there's a reason why it was him specifically there's a reason why it was done from another universe that's what i'm mm-hmm. getting at if if she wanted to completely distract wanda and give her her brother back i have no doubt in my mind that she would have been able to accomplish that mm-hmm. this is something else this is something that was done for a completely different reason and maybe okay. it goes into what you said a couple of weeks ago about well maybe she's testing the waters Maybe mm-hmm. this was just like the first in a long line of of things she has to do in order to, you know, open the gates for Mephisto or, you know, something along right. those lines. Maybe this right. maybe the circumstances maybe the circumstances have to be just so. Like I don't even know. It's just very weird yeah. that it's him. Like it's Evan Peters. Well, and that's uh, Go ahead. And and you brought up an, and you brought up a name that's very important too is this whole Mephisto thing, right? So if we're thinking Mephisto and we're saying it has to be done to get here, I mean, in that theory, in the comic theory, the whole thing is that these two children are pieces of Mephisto's, what, soul or something? Something like that, yeah. So if there's something of Mephisto, that would make sense that you've got Agatha trying to get these kids so she can get those pieces and maybe somehow rebuild or 
bring back Mephisto or when bring this, him into this reality. When this so. season is over in a couple of weeks, I'm reading House <laughs> of M. That's that's that. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. going to read House of M. I'm gonna you know commit to that because it's a it's a super interesting story from what I I gather, yeah. and I really wish well, before I knew you do more, that. Before you da- do that, be, fr- be be sure to finish the movie Alien oh and to God. read the book I loaned you. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been like a year. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. The one big thing that came out of this, though, this conversation, aside from him, uh, well, whatever, aside from Vision being confused, is um, the love that they share is real. She loves him, and he does love her. They... You know, and she gets that whole point that, you know, they're meant to be together. I love how selfless he is in this, too. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't ask a whole I, bunch of questions about his death. He all The only real thing he asks is, did it work? Like, you wanted to save the universe. Yeah. Did it work? And he... Right. It, it, speaks, it speaks volumes to the character that, that Vision is. And it's why again, he's worthy. Hmm? <laughs> it's why he's worthy. I hate you. <laughs> I hate that so, scene. Listen, and, and like I, I'm on listen, this whole thing. I'm on this I, whole I thing right now about bigging up Vision <laughs> and this awesome moment that happened, and he's selfless, and it's amazing, and this is a really feel good moment. And you're just like, yeah, because he's worthy. You're like, really, like you had to throw that in my face. <laughs> like, if there's one fault that I have with the entirety of the MCU, it's that he picked up that hammer. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world, and it robs Cap of his moment. And I don't care who gets upset at me for saying that. It's true. Well, like you robbed it did. Cap so, of listen, his moment. Come so on. I agreed with you when they when they finally had Cap grab. I mean, he we knew that um, that uh, <laughs> that Steve Rogers did pick up, like it moved when yes. he tried that time. Yes. he was not yet worthy. Okay, no, he was um, worthy. And then, then Vision picks it up and. He, okay. Oh, no, I oh, think, but you think he just chose not to pick it up? I think he chose because he's not like Cap is not that kind of character where he's going to just rob. You know, Thor of his oh, moment. Yeah, like yeah, he didn't yeah. want to emasculate him there in front of everybody. That's that's completely a Steve Rogers move to do. Like, no, this oh, is okay. that's this is his moment. I'm not okay. gonna embarrass him in front of everybody. Nobody else can pick it up. I'm gonna go along and I'm not gonna pick it up either. He's not a okay. Steve Rogers isn't a jerk I'll, like I'll that. I'll buy that. He's not a jerk I'll like buy that. It so now. I'm that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. And Vision just comes along, yep, here you go, is like really, really well, but he doesn't just do that, though. And later on, he actually fights with it. He goes, it's terribly well-balanced. He goes, well, you lose a lot of power off the backswing if you don't, you know. Like, <laughs> there's that whole thing, because he was actually running around, and they were, like, swapping stuff um, at the end, end of Age of Ultron. Whenever I so, go and revisit MCU movies, you're reminding me why I don't watch Age of Ultron. Like, that's the one <laughs> Avengers movie that I won't go back and watch again. It really is, like, a stinker out of all of them, but it's got its moments. It's got its moments, but it's, for me... For me, that one is when you're talking about mm, bad it's, MCU it's movies. When you're talking about bad mm. MCU movies, that one's right up there with um, with Dark World for me. Like they're both kind mm. of like, like I won't, I don't need to watch those again. Like they're just no, yeah. I can, I can, I can leave those alone. I have everything else, but no. Well, anyway, yeah, he he is selfless and I, I love that we get that here because it's not the only time where he's I mean just before the last episode where he was reaching out and he was saying like the people need help yeah. he's, he's dying he's being ripped apart and he's just worried about the people yeah you know he knows something is going on he doesn't want to believe it's Wanda but he what else does he have to hold on to 
you know, and that's why we see seeing this whole thing with Agatha. We're like, okay, I get it. This makes sense. But the thing is, Monica, I mean, uh, sorry, Wanda can do all the same stuff. She can get in people's heads too. So that's why it was so believable and a great redirection or misdirection rather for all of us. Um, anyway, we got Monica. She shows up and she tries to warn Wanda about this, that, and the other thing about what Hayward's doing. And they have this face off. You know, she shoves her out the window. But Monica fights back with powers that we don't quite sure know what they are yet. But she was able to get herself down and to land comfortably. Very superhero okay. style landing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, the the one knee down, the fist on the ground. Okay. <laughs> very, very Iron Man, Superman, everybody else. Yes. Got it. Yep. Um, she had a line in here. She's like, all, all you keep doing is telling us lies. And Monica comes back with the only lies, like, she, come, she comes very back just like, no, the only lies I ever told you are the ones you put in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah okay. Because For- she's been honest the entire time, just coming up. Oh, I mean, well, there was Geraldine. Um, I don't really know because that was stuff that was thrown in her head, I guess, but yeah. things were changing. Um, but she explains that Hayward's plan is to basically burn down Westview in order to get what he wants, you know? And she says, don't let him make you the villain to which she responds. Maybe I already am. And that's the entire point that Agnes, Agatha, whatever has been trying to make her think this entire time is that Wanda is evil, which is something that's, you know, easy for her to fall into based on what happened at um, in Civil War, you know, when she when she blew up those people and everything in that building. And it was like the whole thing, the reason for the Sokovia Accords. Um, so she has a lot of guilt. She has a lot of guilt, a yeah. lot of heartbreak, a lot of loss. All of these things are coming to play here. And it's very easy to manipulate somebody when they're in that fragile state. It is. And Agatha is all over her about that. She is taking advantage of it the best she can, you know, and they have their little heart to heart, you know, Monica and and Wanda about losing a loved one and just, you know, having to move on because that's what makes you a stronger type thing, you know, and that's when Agnes comes over there to rescue Wanda. (laughs) Get away from her. Don't talk to her. Come on, Wanda. Let's go back to my place. Yeah. And they get out of there. Yeah. So. I'm surprised um, Monica just kind of went along with this. Like in that moment. Okay, this 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 really weird neighbor is just going to be allowed to come over here and get in the middle of this conversation that the two of you were having, and you're just going to let it happen. Like I'm, I was kind of shocked. Mm. Like, yeah. huh? May, this is this is the time when you, as you know, the new superhero, do something to intervene. Yeah, and you you really <laughs> yes. don't do anything. You just kind of let her go off. Like it's it's really weird. Mm-hmm. It was a really weird choice. Yep. I'm curious yeah. to know where they go with it. I have. Every every nitpick that I've had so far, it's been met with, oh, this is why they did it, and I'm okay with that. I'm, I have complete faith that this show is going to leave me pleased by the end, so I'm oh, sure yeah. that I'm sure there will be an answer for that. But it's just it was just really weird in the moment. Really weird in the moment. I didn't really know what to make of it. Yeah, but that's what gets us to the, gets us to the point where we start seeing, you know, Wanda realize what's going on and it's funny because we knew when she was popping in the beginning it's like she's funny she's great she's you know something's going on with this you know who's ralph ralph fisto maybe it's maybe it's ralph ralph fisto (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying the whole thing she keeps talking about ralph she brought it up again maybe maybe that's the whole thing maybe ralph is the bunny 
<laughs> Maybe she no, turned senior, her husband into that's a bunny. Senor Scratchy. That's Senor Scratchy. Senor well, Scratchy. Who's the fly? Hmm? <laughs> then who's the fly? I don't know. The fly is anyway, something. Well, that's the point. We, we this rabbit is somebody. This this she turned somebody. I think she turned somebody into a rabbit because the camera was fixed on this rabbit too often when they were inside of this house. This was okay, really. Right. This was like okay. What's your your attention is drawn toward this rabbit? Like, well, what happened here? Hmm. Like, like did Ralph get into an maybe, argument? Maybe she put maybe she put the boys in a fly and in a rabbit. Maybe that's well, why. No, she, the anyway, that, was, well, that's the whole point we're at there. The she comes in there. And she's looking the around. I know. But I'm saying she still could have put them in it. Maybe. Or whatever. Maybe. Uh, not turned them in, but put them there. Anyway, that's where she's looking around and she's getting confused. She's in there in Agnes's house. No sounds of the kids. She sees the, you know, half-eaten peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and the TV still on. Where are the twins? Oh, probably playing in the basement. Okay. And she, that's when she looks around and sees, like, this is weird. Goes down to the basement. Basically turns into catacombs at one point. And you see some kind of a spell book or something bound over there glittering and stuff yeah and she comes out and then you've got this whole agatha harkness i'm now being finally introduced myself i'm agatha harkness and it's so funny because i kept saying like agnes okay well agnes is close to agatha but didn't catch on to the whole like oh all she did was just cut out a couple of letter a few of the letters (laughs) in between and make agnes i'm like that is so funny that i even think about that until you know this episode i'm like oh duh so you know i'm glad i was right that it was her but i'm I'm, it's funny that i didn't just go the entire time like oh she's clearly agatha harkness and just like hold on to it forever it was a theory it was kind of a hope because i know that they loosely base these things off of the comic stories you know some stuff they take in i mean again we go back to the mandarin being a joke you know, and that's not who the Mandarin was. Um, but, I mean, all in all, we know that they, they loosely base things off of this, but mm-hmm. they don't actually change it. Oh, good. I had a meeting scheduled for today, and it just got canceled. Without any actual information, just the, the canceled meeting notification. But, anyway. Great. Um, <laughs> so we have the intro. Very much sounds like the Munsters to me. Which yes. I, I, you know. I Very much great. the Munsters. I love the Munsters song. Very much um, the Munsters. But the, I, I, the the whole song is based on, the, I mean, the first line is all I wrote down because it's pretty much the same thing over and again. But it's like, who's been messing up everything? It's been Agatha all along. You know that was really Catherine Hahn singing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could tell. That was amazing. She has a good voice. Yeah, you can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she has yeah, a really nice perfect. voice. You can, you can clearly tell it was her. Um, and at the end of it, she's like, yeah, and I killed Sparky, too. And then her laugh. <laughs> and then her, her cackle. That was, yeah, an, and the, it's like, the ending of this was oh. incredible. Incredible. It was so, so goofy. It, it was, was so goofy. It was, it was, it was, it was your, it was your quintessential spinoff. Like, oh, yeah. Laverne and Shirley after Happy Days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, it oh, was yeah. your clear, mm-hmm. clear spinoff. Which I really loved. And I was like, wait, are we getting a spin-off now? Ooh, like that's exactly mm-hmm. where my mind went. But I was like, no, they're not they're not right. gonna do this all over again. Well so But it's the- cool because the, the, just before that happened, and this is interesting, so I and um in my second viewing I noticed this because she's talking to her and just before the song starts, she puts a whammy on her. She yeah, puts a whammy I, yeah. on Wanda. Yeah. Now, I didn't know if she was putting a whammy on Wanda so Wanda would see this intro and just see things like that, or she's actually co- gonna control her. Maybe this so, is the first time you were actually seeing the whammy on her, and it's just been on her the whole time. 
Because mm, yeah, we didn't maybe. see the whammy. We didn't see the whammy on Peter. We didn't see the whammy on um, Norm. No, not Norm. The other guy. Yeah. The the, the guy oh. who was um, taking the taking the hedge clippers to the wall. Oh, Herb. Herb. Yeah, Herb. We didn't see it on Herb. We didn't really see anything that was going on at the talent show. So this mm-hmm. just could be like, oh, now we're getting to see who's whammied, and it's just all going to be purple. Like it, it's ridiculous. Right. 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 So. Right. So, I did. I yeah. did do some peeking around, digging around. So this book, I guess this you know book what they say. is a. You know, big... what you say they say if you do some digging, Snoop's yeah. gonna snoop. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I did some digging, and I guess this book is a pretty big deal in the Marvel universe. It is very, very old. Agnes is very, very old. Like Ag- I think, oh, I, Ag- I think Agnes is thousands, like tens of thousands of years oh, yeah. old. Like one of the Super one of the things old. I yep. read was she remembers like five hundred years before Atlanta sank. So I'm like, this woman is incredibly old, and this book is even older than she is. And I'm wondering now, like, what exactly is going to happen? Is she going to just give Wanda this book and say, "Go nuts"? Like, is that is that where we're heading right now? Because that terrifies me. Right. The idea right. of that is absolutely terrifying. Like, if this is supposed to be somebody that's going to teach Wanda, like, how to really develop her skill, oh, boy. I don't know mm. where that leaves everything off. And yeah, this is, and like I said before, the show was doing a really good job of making me very interested in both Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki no, I, I don't care what that ends up looking like. I'm, I don't I'm, think I'm they're s- going to tie in. I think I I really don't think they're going to tie in because I, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come out back in August, and WandaVision was not supposed to come out until now anyway. There has so to be something. So I really don't something. think I, I don't think there's going to be much of a tie in. There I has think it's to just be. It's going to be a different story. There has to and be. There has gonna, to be a tie in. We're not going to see a lot of this. I don't think we're going to see a lot of this until we get to the multiverse of madness. To be That's, honest, well, I think we're going to be we're going to be sitting there waiting and waiting until we get to that. To get, to get more of this part of the story, I think we're really going to be we're going to be branching off and building so. up the other characters first I, before I really, we start getting into I it. I really don't think so. I'm fully expecting, well, not fully expecting, but I'm expecting Falcon Winter Soldier. I'm fully expecting things to break on that show. Like, if it's an action-based show and somebody just vanishes, or a, or a big purple orb just <laughs> manifests in front of somebody, I won't be surprised. I'm I'm expecting mm. things like that to go on. Maybe not right. directly in your face. Maybe it's going to be, th- like, you know, small things that the characters on that television show are going to ignore, like, or brush off, like, whatever, that was weird. But I'm fully expecting right. little things like that to happen. They're, they're... Mm-hmm. The, the the history of the MCU has been surprisingly consistent. Continuity has been a huge thing within this universe. They're not. I don't think that they're just gonna drop it now because of scheduling. No, there there there's right. going to be some kind of tie-ins. I fully expect there to be some kind of tie-ins, and especially with what Loki is gonna be and how you know he's gonna be some well spoiler warning for anybody who hasn't seen those trailers how he's gonna be like on some time trial or mm-hmm. whatever that whole thing is gonna be like there there's clearly they're linking everything I think multiverse of madness is going to be an epic payoff to everything that we're seeing right, right now but they're definitely right. they're they're setting up these plot beats to, to be to be paid off within a within a you know full feature uh full feature film yeah that's just, that's just me. You don't have to listen to me. I'm nobody, but I'm just saying like 
given given the yeah. history of the MCU and how consistent they've been. Yeah, I just go- I don't I just don't see it being heavily reality changing. Based. Oh no 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 no! Not, I don't think it's going to be heavy. Not with Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't, I don't see that being. I don't think it's going to be very involved in this story. I don't yeah. think it's going to be heavy, but it will be. Of course, there. if it's connected, you'll see elements, but it's not yes. going to be. Yes, it's not going to be. Um, Anything that's like the plot point, it's no. just gonna be there. No, but it's gonna it's it's gonna be there. It has to be there. Okay, yes, that's what I agree. About. Okay, cool. It's just, I mean, because obviously Disney would just hold the release of Wandavision and release the other ones first if they were like if there was like an order of things and they couldn't do it, you know. So obviously that that's why I'm saying since they're doing it this way and they're releasing them out of order, there should there must not be that much of a connection. Well, they've already started. That's the thing. I, what was it? And that's what I'm saying. No, they, they already started now, but the thing is COVID. COVID changed all the dates for everything being released. Exactly. So I don't I know. believe that they would have they would have they would have pushed everything back if they thought that this was going to be out of sequence and screw people up. They would have started with Falcon and Winter Soldier like they planned. You know, then WandaVision, then Loki or whatever, you know, like whatever the order would have been originally. They would have done it as planned but just pushed everything back. Hmm. Maybe because they weren't releasing they weren't releasing anything during the time they weren't releasing stuff, so it's not like it would have changed. Hey, we're still giving you something when we said we were going to give you something, so you know, and they can still focus on their multiverse of madness and all that. Which, I mean, geez, they just keep putting everybody in this movie, huh? <laughs> I mean, they, it's crazy how much, or I mean, maybe not this movie, but like the, the Spider-Man three rather. It's going to get you know crazy. whatever the connections are going to be. It's it's going to get nuts, it's and we're going to see it all tie in. So crazy. The movies are going to be crazy. The shows we're watching now are basically giving us the um, the background to understand what's going to happen in the movies. Yeah. So. You know, I, I, I do appreciate it. But again, with us coming down to two more episodes of this show, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to want to watch anything else after this. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I will. I will, obviously. But obviously. I'm not going to be as happy. Um, yeah, I so think you will be. I think you will be. Give I will. It a, give, it a, give it a few weeks and, you know, get, get like a palate cleanse and just watch something else yeah, that's I stupid just... for a little while and... You'll get back into the swing of things. That's that's you know, but that's how TV works. Know. You know, one show ends and another one begins. You know, that's what, that's how people have been watching television for decades. And I did say something right. about this at the beginning of the series that I was worried that maybe the staying power or something like this wasn't going to be as effective because people are used to binging. Boy, was I wrong. Because I mean, reports right. are coming out all over the place from every new syndication in the world that this is the biggest television show in the world right now so i was very very wrong hmm. about that like this is it's insane how popular this television show is right now and it's something that's still that's funny following a very old format that's week to week this is not something mm-hmm. that people are binging people are people no. are talking about this man and it's just going to be right. something that's going to continue and i'm really happy about that so and it, it just it's good because they finally <sighs> Because we didn't get stuff like this with Netflix. They had their their theory was basically, "Hey, let's let's start making shows, and drop then everything we'll at release once. them, ev- and we'll drop them all at once." I mean, there was some waiting between seasons. I mean, all I'm thinking about mainly is Stranger Things. You know, that's mm-hmm. the one that I, I I did check out because everybody was talking about it. Yes. Um, but. You know, once I got over the 80s gimmick, I was like, okay, this show's not bad. It's pretty interesting. But still, the point was, I have to, like, since I watched them all, I'm like, 
So when's season four coming out? I know I what you mean. I thought people were talking about season four, and then COVID happens. Mean. I'm like, now I got to wait three years for a new season. I did Jeez, the same that's, thing. That's so much worse. I did the same thing with um with Daredevil. You know, I was super into that show for the first season, oh, and yeah. it was like, mm. it was weird because it was one of those things where okay, everybody's talking about this for a weekend because those seasons, mm-hmm. the, the entire season would drop on like a Friday. So Saturday, Sunday, you would binge it. Monday, you would talk about it, and by the week's end, it's old news. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. I didn't take that into consideration before when I was saying oh staying power because people are binging. No, it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a format week to week is still a format that very much works. And I'm right. hoping in some ways I'm hoping that streaming services kind of go back to that where they release things week to week because it's right. it's more exciting that way. You you and it you is. did mention and you did mention that you know you couldn't get into stranger things because you got over the 80s gimmick. Maybe that's because you binged it. Maybe it's because you, you know, watched it whenever you wanted to and you didn't have to wait week to week. Imagine if you had to. You right, might right. feel a little bit differently about that show. You never know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's True. definitely one of those things. But no, I think uh, I'm excited. I'm very excited for yeah. where this goes in the future. I'm very excited for Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki. And I'm I'm just happy. <laughs> I'm just I'm just happy yeah. that I have all this right now, man. That's all. It's, this is this is great. Yeah, this is great. So it makes me it makes me kind of uh, <laughs> it makes me laugh a little bit. I want I don't want to sit here and slam Netflix, but basically, so I used to work at Blockbuster. I worked there for a few years, and we had something called the Blockbuster Online Program, <laughs> which I mean, there are like a few independently owned Blockbusters now. They just kind of like got their own franchise of it. And they kind of kept it going in their own way. But the corporate doesn't exist. It's gone. Um, has been for years. And um, I think they were bought out by Dish Network for a while first. And then they <laughs> then they were just they were done, too. Dish was like, yeah, we can't do this either. <laughs> but wow. Netflix came around, right? And what Netflix was when it started was they would mail you movies. Yep. You'd find them online. You'd order them. They'd mail you the movies. Blockbuster, um, just before, probably a couple years before Netflix went... Um, started really introducing their digital streaming service. Um, Blockbuster Video came up with the Blockbuster Online program. Now, I thought it was superior because you had the best of both worlds options. And um, half the stores in the country were distributors for the online service. So what they would do is they'd put movies on the list, just like Netflix would. And between all the different stores, they would rent out these online movies. Now, let's say you've got a simple plan it's like you got three movies out at a time, right? You watch those three movies. When you're done with those three movies, you bring them into the store, talk to real live people. I mean, because that's what I did. I used to walk into Blockbusters, even when I didn't work there, and just talk to people. Like years later, I'd still go in and just talk to people about movies because who better to talk about movies with besides you than people who work at a movie store, you know? I enjoyed that. People would come in only on the days I worked because they loved just talking about movies with me and getting my recommendations. I had so much fun there. Mm. So it's 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 just this this makes me laugh a little bit just because Netflix is getting what they deserve but anyway wow. you would have those three movies you bring them in <laughs> and you would exchange them for three free rentals each movie was basically a free movie pass now as soon as you drop those movies off they go back in the system saying that you returned them so 
the next three movies you have on your queue are already being mailed out to you while you watch the ones that you just got for free at the store. So you always had movies. Yeah. And that was great for people with kids, people who did, like, you know, movie nights and people who, you know, do stuff like this and want to keep up with the newest or oldest movies, whatever. You know, it was actually really cool. And Netflix didn't have that because they didn't have a store on site location. You lost the human aspect. And that's what I, why I never liked Netflix. Hmm. So um, occasionally I'll hop on the Netflix because my buddy's got an account and he's let me go on there and check stuff out. And I'll watch stuff there. But again... It doesn't have. There's no human aspect, and there's this whole thing like let's release everything at once, and there you go, you got it. So I'm glad that Netflix's idea that totally just blew um, Blockbuster out of the water. And I'm not. I'm not saying that Redbox didn't contribute later on when they started coming in. They they were pretty much the nail in the coffin for Blockbuster uh, because it's like oh you can physically get it, but again, no human element. Now you're ta- now you're walking up to a robot that hands you a movie. Okay. <laughs> well, here's anyway. a, here's a, here's a thing. Here's a thing. I definitely think that streaming is convenient. It has its conveniences. Oh yes, yeah. totally. And, and I understand that. Where I will, I where it. I will, and as for the human element, it's the reason why people are doing what we're doing right now and creating podcasts because we want to talk about it. Exactly. So it, it actually so this has birthed something else. Exactly, it birthed something else. Like you can you can knock Netflix all you want to. I'm not gonna argue one way or another. You want to feel one way about Netflix? Go for it. I don't have a Netflix account, so I really don't care. But yeah, what what streaming services have done, making everything very easily acceptable, and where technology is today, anybody mm-hmm. can get together and talk about their favorite whatever for as long as they want to, and put it out there and create somewhat of a community for people who. You know, feel like, hey, where's my my Hollywood video? Where's my blockbuster? Right. Oh, it's right. online now, and I can engage with a bunch of people who feel the same way I do. Speaking right. on that, I still go to record stores, and I get to hang out with mm. a bunch of people and talk about music. So, Thank you God know, those it's, still exist. Hmm? Thank God those still exist. I'm surprised they do. They're not going anywhere, man. <laughs> I know because there, there would be a there would be a major uproar. There would be a huge <laughs> if uproar. music stores were done. They were yeah. There would be a music uproar. There's still no. There's still but, a mean, ton of well, them. There's I'll a, say, I'll say within within the next ten years we will see a decrease though. It's that's a, a conversation. Thing. That that's a conversation for a different day. <laughs> but I yes, disagree. That's anyway. not. I don't think. I, I don't think record stores are going anywhere. But. We're off on yes. a whole bunch of different way tangents off. right way now. Off. We're way off base right now. <laughs> um, but no, this Samsonite. episode of WandaVision was phenomenal. It left me... This, this, the sign of a good television show or the sign of a good movie is if it leaves you thinking about it the next day or two days later. And I'm still thinking about what I watched on Friday. So absolutely. Right, right. And that's been the case for every episode that I've watched so far. And now with the introduction of Agnes and, and that whole thing in that book and where Wanda's character is going to go and just how open this universe is and is going to continue to get, I'm enthralled. I am unabashedly right. enthralled in what is going on right now. And I'm, I'm just happy. I am very, very yeah. happy with everything that I'm seeing so far. I'm right this is there amazing. with you. I mean, this I, is I just, amazing. Yeah, it's definitely a good time. And I think the good thing, so the reason why we release these episodes on Monday is because we want people to have thought about it too. We don't want to just get up there and say, oh my God, the episode dropped. Let's get up there in an hour so we're the first ones to talk about it. Right. We want to we wanted, we wanted, like, watch the episode, let it kind of marinate 
you know, for a couple of days. That's my And then we want to discuss it. That's my whole thing. Yeah. If we did this day of, it would not be like this. No, it no, would be. No, not at this all. was cool. And this was cool. I didn't like this. This was cool. Moving on. We're done. That's right. all those episodes would be if we got on here Friday yeah. night. So, so, no. so for any of you who have listened to this entire podcast, like I don't know what I mean. I don't know what type of people or who you are who actually listen to this entire podcast of us talking about Wandavision. But thanks, yeah, first thank of you all, very thanks, much. thanks for for uh, actually listening to us. And I mean, in our ridiculous ramblings of just goofiness <laughs> and our sidetracks about blockbuster and netflix and whatever and uh what we, well, whatever i mean we get into all the other stuff that we talk about but really it's it's cool that people actually want to hear what we have to say and again we want to open it up to people who want to who, who have questions and stuff like that we can give shout outs we can we can answer your questions you know throw stuff at us and we can we can feature something new every week or a couple of things uh, because what's the point of just of just being there and listening? I saw a, a great meme of um, of a, it said like a, this is what podcasts are like, and it showed like a bunch of it was like girls, um, it was a it was a kid next to a poster or like a billboard type thing, some kind of advertisement of girls eating ice cream, and he's sitting next to them next to the poster with a cup of ice cream, pretending to eat it too, like. He's like, that's what it's like listening to podcasts, you know. That's, that's like, what I do. This, that's this, what I do when I'm listening. <laughs> this, to, so, what I'm doing when I'm listening to podcasts is I'll listen, and then when a, something comes up that I haven't thought about, I'll pause it, and then I'll like have an argument with myself in my head about it, and then I'll right. just keep it in play. Like that's what I do when I listen to podcasts, and it's fun. It's a right. it's a great way to yeah. you know it's a great way to kill time, I think. Yeah. It's good. I, I'm. I'm not. It's funny that I'm doing this because I'm not a big podcast listener. I've got so many other things that I'm listening to all the time. Like I'm going through different things. I'll. I'll have scripture on. I'll have new songs on. I'll have a. You know. I'll be doing a study on something, and I have to listen to that. Or I'm on a Zoom meeting for work. Like I've got tons. So podcasts. Maybe one a week. I might pop one on. You know, and I'd, and I'd listen to a few, like a little bit. Maybe like 10, 15 minutes of it. My whatever my life is pretty busy. I don't have a lot of time where I can just throw headphones on and, and sit there. And it's not and it's not super intentional. But that's why that's why I'm doing this because I like to talk. <laughs> yeah. So we both anyway, like to talk. That's what we're doing. We both like to talk. <laughs> this is what we do. This is what we do. And it's nice that uh, you know we've we've grown up. We've matured a little bit. So our talks don't have to um, have any any substances to assist us <laughs> to have conversation. Uh, we can do this in the light of day and not be up till three o'clock in the morning arguing over like the dumbest thing. Like you know, I told you he was he was Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> no, you didn't. I'm like, yeah, he's a senator, Senator Palpatine. No, no, no. Like dumb things like that <laughs> yeah we've been but there anyway we've we've been there oh man i can't tell you and you know would you give a man a foot massage is basically should be our tagline <laughs> one of us always has a valid point um and every now and again we get to that point where the other one just goes okay you win so anyway thanks again so much for listening um and yeah, we uh, we're excited to keep on going with this even after these next two episodes. So uh, feel free to connect with us, and you guys have a good one. Have a good one. 